0: It's a new year 2023 is here Putting on my list of minis New season cheers Let's talk about the future Let's talk about the past Time to get on the nut Your average Joel podcast Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. So today, uh, we have actually reached episode 60. I can't believe that we've already made it this far, and I've been enjoying... Getting to do these episodes with people that I know, whether they're family members, friends, or people that I haven't seen in a long time. And I've been enjoying like having past guests on here and new guests on here. But speaking of new guests, we actually have a new guest on here today. So this is Diana. And I almost feel like it's a sin just (laughs) saying her first name. And I'll have to tell y'all why. So I've known uh, Diana for almost 15 years now. It's crazy. I've known her half of my life. And the reason being is because, as y'all know, I went to Pinson Valley High School and, and Diana was actually my math teacher. She was my 10th and 11th grade math teacher. I had her for geometry and, and also for algebra, two. And you know, ever since I graduated, I've been able to keep up with her as well as some of my other past high school teachers through social media and just seeing what they've been up to. And you know, I've been uh, enjoying you know just seeing you know all of these life changes that you know Diana has been going through. And I'm um, I'm trying my best not to say Miss Platt because that's like <laughs> that's like you know what I've known her as. So like now she is married and she has children and uh you know all that so i'm glad that she was willing to join today for this topic but before i tell everybody what this topic is i wanted to welcome her and thank her for being here and also um for her to briefly introduce us you know introduce uh, herself to everyone and just say uh, what she's doing these days so take it away
1: all right. I am so glad to be here. Thank you for including me, Joel. And um, I could see you struggling every time you were trying to say my name right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: so it is It is funny how often I'm still called Miss Platt. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, I'm Diana Torbert. And um, I am, uh, like Joel said, that I'm a past math teacher. And um, so I took some time off to have kids and I'm back teaching again. And just kind of been in touch uh through facebook and it's been kind of nice to to see not only joel but other uh students in the past um just kind of see how where life has taken them and um it's been it's been a real it's been a real me and and it's an honor to be a part of this i'm super excited about what you're doing and i think that um god is doing pretty cool things through your podcast and i just continue to encourage you to um to keep doing those because Um, you know, even if you only touch one person's life then one person, um, then that makes a difference. And, and as a teacher, you know, that's sort of kind of what I think that, you know, I'm not going to be able to reach out to everybody, you know, not everybody's going to be able to, uh, I'm not going to be able to impact everybody's lives, but if there's just at least one person in there, then it's worth, uh, everything that you do. So I continue to encourage you in that. And so anyway, I'm looking excited. I'm looking forward to, to getting into, um, our little discussion here today.
0: Yes, absolutely. I thank you for your encouragement because I know there have been times where it can be kind of hard, you know, like with maybe people that, you know, say they're going to show up and then they kind of bail out at the last second. So it almost becomes discouraging sometimes. But then I had to remind myself that I feel like this in a way is like God's calling in my life to get to spread the gospel in this way and talk about different topics in relation to my faith and, you know with. you know, with God and Jesus and all that. So, So for everyone that doesn't know, today our topic is actually going to be on the fruit of the Spirit. So I think this is going to be a good topic. I think that everybody will, you know, hopefully get something out of this and, you know, learn something new. And there were some things that even about the fruit of the spirit that I learned even in the last few years of my life. So I hope that, you know, maybe whatever I've learned and whatever Diana has learned from this as well, um, you know, will help everybody have a better understanding of what exactly is the fruit of the spirit and, um. You know, because I know that's something that, like, as, you know, a Christian, as a Christ follower, we you hear about that a lot. And I'm sure there's many sermons out there about it. A lot of preachers, you know, talk about this. So, I think this would be a perfect time to bring it into my podcast. So, I think I'm going to go ahead and get into my first question. But before I get into the first question, I'm actually going to read um, Galatians five nineteen through 21 that talks about the fruit of the Spirit. So... Well, actually, no, my bad. 522 through 23. I have 519 through 21 uh, for a uh, future reason. <laughs> so I'm going to read 520. <laughs> so I'm going to read 22 through 23. So it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Against such there is no law. So this will lead me into my first question. Um, so many people, you know, will automatically say the fruits of the spirit instead of fruit of the spirit. Um, and it's intentional to, to point out that there is no S at the end of fruit um, when we talk about the fruit of the spirit. So um, why do you think is it, like, is it called the fruit of the spirit instead of fruits of the spirit?
1: So I'll be honest since when I first read your question, I was like, seem nitpicking over something but um, that was my first response but as I kind of uh, was thinking about it and pondering it and just really just uh I guess really pondering it before the Lord, it was I was like no, no there's you know it's worth mentioning and um, so I mean I am certainly not a um, a Greek or you know scholar into the the original language of the scripture but um you know, I still think that God can speak through, um, you know, something like this in our day and time. And so anyway, so I, once I started thinking about it a little bit more, I thought about how we know that God is one, you know, that he is one with, you know, one, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit, that he is, um, you know, one with different attributes. Um, and so we are one with God. And so if we are living a life in the Holy spirit, okay. And we are following actively after the Lord and we are going to see uh, the fruit of the spirit develop in our lives that we, if we are living in one, that we produce fruit, one fruit, but it has different characteristics to it. And so within that fruit, we see the characteristics of joy and we see the characteristic of peace, you know, but it is a product, one product of uh, our relationship with, with God and through the Holy Spirit there. So what do you think?
0: Yes, I I actually totally agree with you. I think that that was a really good answer. And that's kind of like, when I think of like a real life example, like I think of, um, I start thinking of like a house. So like, you know, within a house, there's like bedroom, there's the, you know, the kitchen, the living room, stuff like, you know, areas like that. And like right now I'm in my bedroom, but I can't say that this is my my house because it's not like my whole house. So like, I guess it's almost like, also, another example I could think of is like you know it's almost like having a slice of a pizza, like yeah, that slice of the pizza is a pizza, but it's not like the whole pizza like there's usually mm. like eight slices, so like I look at it as that way as well, just like, um, you know like there's those unique characteristics that make up to one big thing, and that's basically what the fruit of the spirit is is that it mm. makes up of these nine attributes yet nine unique attributes that um you know that come into the fruit of the spirit and you know the fruit of the spirit is something that we should pursue and go after and these nine qualities are like great you know characteristics and you know attributes to apply into our life for sure mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's a good point and so it was worth it was definitely worth thinking about um you know a little bit deeper um, um about it so i'm glad that you had asked that
0: yeah because i know back when i was like younger i used to always automatically think fruits of the spirit and then like once maybe i heard a a preaching from like my pastor about this you know he'll like point out like notice that it says fruit of the spirit and not fruits of the spirit and here's why and once i heard it i was thinking oh well that makes a lot more sense because you would automatically think like Oh, well, because you would think there's nine things. There's more than one thing. You got to add the S to the end, you know, fruits. <laughs> so like you would right. think automatically that way. And that's how I used to think. So I'm, you know, glad that there's, um, I had a little bit more clarity with this and, that, <laughs> you know, I was able to, uh, you know, bring it into this conversation because I think, you know, a lot of people still get confused with it. Even sometimes I'll like slip up and say fruits of the spirit. And it's like, I mean, fruit of the spirit sorry Correct. like you know so yeah. so yeah i think it's um, it was you know worth mentioning and lilly's clear well, and get, bringing a little bit of clarity to that yeah it's a
1: good
0: way to start up. <laughs> yes absolutely so my next question is in regard to um bible verses regarding each um, each attribute of the fruit of the spirit. So I know we have nine uh, attributes that I mentioned in the verses of uh, 22 and 23. And I was just curious, like, what are like your, what are some of your like favorite verses for each attribute? And and even if you want to, you can even explain why you chose that verse, or if you just want to read it off, you can do that as well.
1: So I'll clarify first by saying that I had a hard time picking like a favorite. It's more of, I just needed to find a good verse. <laughs> so <laughs> there's definitely some in there that I would say are some of my favorite verses and my, some of my favorite parts of scripture. But then, then um, there was, there's some others where it was just like, okay, let me look into this one a little bit more and, and then just kind of needing some reminding on some of these. So, like I said, I, not necessarily that all of these are some of my favorite, but more of, they're just some really good apical ones. And um so um, let's see. So the first one, looking at love, uh, this one is one of my favorite verses. Um, and I'm looking at 1 John from chapter four, verses seven and eight. And uh, I think I'm reading from, I think I'm re- these are from the NIV. Um, and so it says, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who is love has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And, and it was just, if we are going to reflect the father, if we're going to reflect Jesus. We're going to walk in the spirit in our lives. Then it starts with love because God is love. And, um, you know, love can, can come in different, you know, in different forms. We've got, you know, the love of a father, we've got the love between a husband and a wife and you've got the love in friendship. And so in whichever way that it forms or comes, Um, I think love comes first. And that's why it was listed first. I mean, surely it's got to be one of the most important. And what there's another verse that there's a list of things. And, um, and the, the author in, in the, the verse said, you know, and the greatest of all of these is love. I think that's in Corinthians. And so we know that, um, you know, there, there's a specific reason why it was listed first, because it's, you know, because God is love. And so, you know, we should definitely see it um, in, in our lives.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, to be honest, I actually chose the same exact verse for the same reasons. (laughs) I, I love that verse. I think it's like so important to point out, you know, that, you know, it's most, you know, like you said in the verse, you know, one of the verses, it does talk about like, faith, hope, and love, and, like, Mm -hmm. the greatest of these is love, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's just super important, and I think it's even good that you brought up that there's different kind of love out there, like, you know, there's that love between a spouse, you know, with, uh, you know, father and son, there's, you know, friendship love, and even when it comes to, like, strangers, you can still show the love of Jesus, even if you're not, you don't have to go up to every stranger and, like, give them a big hug, but you can at least... You know, give them a There's smile. A yeah, that acknowledgement. You know, like, hey, how are you? Kind of. You Lo- know. I'd like
1: to give it as a um, loving action.
0: There yeah. you go. I love that. Yeah, putting action to your faith and to your love, and you know, to even the just the fruit of the spirit in general. So, yeah, I chose First John four eight as well, and I'm going to go ahead and read it again for all of the people in the back. So, okay. so, <laughs> so, so it says. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And I just I just love, you know, rereading that just because of just that reminder that God if God is loved and like and if that's something that we are trying to pursue, even though we know we'll never pursue perfection. But like knowing if we're trying to pursue being more like Jesus each and every day, um, I think it's super important to you know, try to find ways to be more loving towards anybody and everybody.
1: So now before we move on from love, I actually, this was the, the one, um the one fruit of the spirit that uh, I had two verses for. So I was going to give you another one.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: I- I'm gonna we'll give you Ephesians 3, verses 16 and 18, 16 through 18. So it says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. I pray that out of his glorious riches, that he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being. I think I copied that twice. Sorry. May that you may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. And so, as a math person and I see the dimensions in there, I can just see the description that, um, that uh, pa- that Paul has given to just the vastness of God's love of how wide and how deep, you know, and, and it's like, like I said, my math brain is like, Oh, you know, think about the volume of that, you know, yeah. the, and and I'm doing it like thinking of formula in my head and it just like, my brain just is like, it cannot fully grasp just how big God's love is. And so I encourage, you know, those the people who are listening to this that, um, you know, there's nothing too too bad for God's love that his love can't cover. There's nothing too there's nothing so bad that you do or um, that you say that, that God's love cannot cover because it is so wide and so deep and so so high anyway that was a bonus bonus verse
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes I love that you brought that up because you even like can apply it to your life you Mm -hmm. know being a math teacher and like putting in like you see the volume just seeing how how (laughs) deep it's like almost it's hard to know how it's just like a you start getting that infinity number, yeah. like, you just see, it's, see I can't it's help like... it,
1: I'm a, math, I'm a math geek, it's, you know, <laughs> I'll always be a math geek.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that, that, like, you could even apply, you know, these kind of verses to uh, to your life, and I just, I just think that's what's amazing about God, is that, like, he's you know, the word of God is so relatable that even like things like this could be in relation to your job. You know, I I love that, you know, that you even brought that up. So thank you for sharing that. I think that's awesome. All right.
1: So let's see what we got joy next, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Okay. So joy, I picked Romans 14, 17 for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy spirit. And I just thought that that was a good, that that one uh, was a good application because joy, um, not only is it for us in how we live day to day, but I mean, gosh, it's a representation of the kingdom of God. I mean, that's what it says. It says for the kingdom of God. And I'm skipping a few words when I say this, but for the kingdom of God, um, is it's joy in the Holy Spirit, and um, you know, so when we walk in the joy that uh, of the fruit of the Spirit, we have a picture, we have um, a taste of one piece of what life uh, in the kingdom of God is. You know, that's just one one part of it, and so you know, and and I'm going to go down a little rabbit trail right here for just a moment. You know, there's a difference between joy and happiness. You know, people want to be happy and happy is your emotion. You know, like, oh, I want to be happy in the moment. You know, this, this makes me happy or being with this person makes me happy. But joy is deep down inside that when you can still be going through hard things and you may not feel that happiness, but you can still carry the joy of the Lord within you knowing that god is with you and that he strengthens you and that you know he is with you from moment to moment and day to day that it doesn't joy and happiness that they they're not the same thing and so people who are looking for happiness they're looking in the wrong place because happiness is not listed in this but joy is joy is a representation of the kingdom of god not just the emotion of being happy
0: Yes, I love that you, you know, that you describe the differences between happiness and joy, because people do automatically think, Mm -hmm. because it brings out the same, you know, kind of result in a way, but like, there are just some similarities. But at the same time, there's like, major differences at the same time Mm -hmm. between it, like you said, with joy. There's that, you know, just knowing that God is with you and he goes before you and he's always with you. And, you know, even if you're going through the hardest of times, like even with my last guest that I had on here, he's actually new here to America. He actually came from the Philippines and he's had quite a journey. And I feel like he would be okay with me sharing this because he talked about like his journey getting here on the episode and he talks about how, like, each day, like, is a daily battle to, like, choose joy in the morning. Mm. Like, when you wake up, like, choose to realize that, like, you know, there may, I may be going through a hard time, like, trying to get adjusted to, you know, the life here, like, being away from family and even, like, having to, to learn even more English than, like, what he already knows, which is pretty good already, but, like, even being more fluent in English and, you know, all of that, but, you know, just realizing each day you wake up, just realizing how blessed and lucky he is to have like an opportunity to you know live here in America and to follow the american dream and 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 he's actually a teacher too, so like even going through those moments of, you know, those hard times with the students and, you know, like there may be days, you know, some days are harder than others, but I just think that's super important to like bring up that like, you know, for each day that you wake up, just, you know, almost just motivate, give yourself that motivation and have that, you know, choose joy and just realize that, you know, God's going to go before you and he's always going to be with you in those moments. That's right. That's right. That's fantastic. It's a great testimony that he's walking out. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, I did actually choose a different (laughs) verse this time. So, I actually went into the Old Testament, and when I read this verse, I thought about, like, a song that comes to mind. So, I'm going to read the verse first, and then I'll bring up a song that I was thinking about when I um, was reading this verse. So, it's in Psalm 30, verse 5. It says... Weeping may last through the night, mm. but joy comes in the morning. And I think about like that worship song. I think maybe, uh, maybe I've heard a cover by like Newsboys. I think they have like a good cover of yeah. this song. And and I was, uh, you know, that's what I started thinking that like, yeah, you may. Like I feel like our most vulnerable times for me, especially I feel like it's like throughout the night in the middle of the night where I feel like the enemy tries to attack you in those moments, uh even like when you're trying to sleep, I feel like you know he tries to find ways to you know make you think of like all of the craziest things, like you know for me, like um you know I'm still single, you know i you know hope to be married one day, and there may be moments where like I'm laying in bed and you. Know, maybe the enemy tried to put in my head like, you know, look, you're so lonely, like you're never going to find a wife, you're never going to have children like you, you know, been hoping for. And, you know, sometimes we do fall into that moment of like giving in to the enemy and you kind of get a little bit of a, like a depression moment, you know, like a sad moment and Mm -hmm. just all of that. So, you know, I just love reading this verse, knowing that like, you know, even though you may have a hard time throughout that night, just know that the next morning you wake up stronger. It's almost kind of like even another mm-hmm. song I was thinking of, like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like you wake up and, you know, you are even more motivated to get through, you know, the day and to remind yourself that like, you know, one day is going to happen, but it's going to require some of these out of the spirit that, you know, we'll talk about here later on.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so I have a comment about that, but on a side note, I encourage you, I did not meet my, um, the man that I would marry until I was in a couple of years into my thirties. So just got, God can do it. It's in his timing. Um, but anyway, but about, um, so you, you were, you were looking at that, that verse and it's got a fantastic application for what you're talking about, you know, right there in the evening, in those dark, dark times when, you know, things in your, your, um, your brain kind of want to wander. Um, but how, how neat is God's, uh, word where, it's got multiple levels of application because I can look at that verse and say, all right, you know, let's look at it, you know, in a figurative way, you know, weeping may, you know, endure for the night. So if we think about, um, you know, weeping is, you know, the night is a short season and compared to the day of, you know, when, when we're, <clears throat> you know, going. And so if you kind of look at it figuratively, weeping is just going to be a short part of what's going on, but you're going to have joy for this longer season when you get through whatever it is that you're going through.
0: Mm, I love that viewpoint and perspective of that verse, because I think that is very true, that like, it's just a a temporary moment that we know that even as Christians, we're going to continue to go through. Like, I know some people automatically think that like, you know, people outside looking in, when it comes to Christianity, they think of like, you know, oh, well, they must be, you know, they're just going to be perfect almost like they're gonna have a perfect lifestyle and then it's like mm-hmm. no like the and that god never said it was going to be perfect like he just always said that he's going to be with you through those hard moments and sometimes those hard moments can can build like and, like and motivate your faith to like grow stronger so yeah i think that's very important to bring up that like it is very a small portion of your day that like you may mm-hmm. experience some hardship for sure yeah Yeah.
1: Very neat. Okay, all right. You want to go first on peace?
0: Sure, I could do that. So, <laughs> right. um, so I got mine out of Romans twelve, which is probably one of my favorite chapters of the Bible altogether. I think there's so many good things out of there that I feel like I can apply to my uh, my own life, and you know, really try to motivate myself to do better in all of these areas. But for now, I'm going to read uh, verses seventeen through eighteen. So it says do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And the reason why I chose that verse is because like, I feel like, especially in these times, like when it comes to maybe modern day culture, there are certain things that like, when people think of Christianity, they think like negative things about Christians and they Mm. um, maybe they may be hateful. You know, there may be just different things, closed minded. There's different adjectives that people like to throw out there about Christianity. So, you know, we have to find ways to not give them the reaction that they're hoping to get out of us to almost call you out that like you're not a Christian, you know, like you may, you may have like, you may be like kind of Boiling up inside, like, you know, I really want to tell this person off. You know, sometimes if like they're trying to talk down to you and like try to run over you, but it's like we had to find those moments where I mean, I know definitely in the Bible it talks about like turn the other cheek and you know, you just really had to pick and choose your battles. And if you do speak up, like, you've had to find the most like loving way possible to keep that peace like on your side that like you're not trying to be hostile so there that's kind of why i chose this verse because i think it was like i feel like it's something that i can apply to even my life that there may be moments where people may try to attack your faith or you know attack um your creator and you know the lord and savior and you know people you know have a lot of you know negative things about it and you know you just want to um not create enemies but like at the same time you want to stand up for what is right too so it can be kind of hard to keep that peace sometimes
1: mm, it is yeah and um so this this was not my original verse that i thought of, but this is actually one that just popped in my head so what is what is it in matthew in the sermon of the mount where jesus says blessed are the peacemakers for they shall see god and so i know that uh, i have always felt like that i was a peacemaker And, um, you know, and so what a reward in heaven of, um, walking in that, in that peace that God wants you to walk in and, you know, being able to to see him. But, um, so my original verse that I picked and, um, I'm going to ask a follow-up question with this one. So my original verse that I picked was, um, from Philippians, this is honestly one of my favorite verses. It's, it's one of my go-to, but, um, Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven. Where it says, do not be anxious about everything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so that is um, one of my favorite verses, uh, because um, the, the part there from verse seven, where it says the peace of God, it's going to transcend your understanding. I'm a very logical person. And my, I like to understand things and I like to reason and I like to figure this out. And so when there are times when I can't figure it out, God's peace is beyond that. It And it says, it also says that it guards my heart, you know, and we think of the heart as like the center of our emotions, you know? So when, um, you know, God's peace um, guards those emotions that I have, but um, anyway, so like I said, that's kind of my favorite, one of my favorite verse about peace, but I guess my question that I'm going to pose to you is, is the peace in this, so it's talking about God's peace, is that the same as the fruit of the spirit peace that we're talking about? Or are they, uh, are they one and the same or are they different? What do you think?
0: So I think this is a really good question because I can, I can kind of see it as being different in a way. And my mm-hmm. reason for saying it in that way is because when I think of God's peace, like I think about like the the comfort, you know, like the comfort and knowing like that I can trust in him and that he's going to, um, you know, give me, you know, he's going to be there with me and I have like the, the faith that, you know, he's going to bring me through a moment. So I almost think about it as like a comfort kind of thing and just like, knowing that like, you know, I serve a God who's going to, you know, be a provider for me and like, you know, be there for me and walk with me. But when I think about like the fruit of the spirit piece, I think of more like the um the unity and harmony between other people in the world. So that's kind of how I look at it when it comes to um peace in that way. And, you know, I never thought about it that way. So I think this is really good that we're bringing this up oh. because I think, you know, I can kind of see peace from two different angles but at the same time both peacefulness like um like both peace you know go back to God and glorify God altogether. but I can see it from two different angles
1: it's kind of something it's interesting to think about isn't it I uh I hadn't I didn't think too much about it either until I was looking into this a little bit more today and I sort of feel the same as you um in that they are two separate two but yet they still come back together (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and, you know,
1: so like peace of god is far higher than any peace that we could carry you know from ourselves and um but then on the other side you know if we are developing a fruit of the spirit then that's not coming from ourselves anyway you know so i, I sort of feel the yeah they're they're different but they're also the same but um i think you had a really really neat point on that of um um god's peace rules um and then you know the the piece of the fruit of the spirit is what we can carry into our lives or carrying into um, other situations um, around us you know and so I think I think it's 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 something interesting to talk about for sure
0: yeah absolutely I I definitely agree with that and I kind of think of like um, you know, I know I've heard this phrase before and hopefully I'm not using it wrong, but I'm thinking about this phrase that I feel like everybody likes to talk about. And I'm and I'm actually going to bring literal, literal fruits into the situation when people talk oh, about uh, like apples to oranges. It's like, yeah, there's like, yeah, apple, you know, is different in like the way it looks and the way it tastes and all that. And like same with an orange. But at the same time, like they are they're both fruit, but they're just two different fruit so it's almost like i guess i kind of think about that when i think about peace with god's peace versus the fruit of the spirit peace that like you know Mm. we are called to you know to have in our lives Mm. and you know called to uh fulfill
1: yeah yeah that's interesting yep so all right ready to look at patience
0: yes Uh okay
1: all right so let's see patience Okay. So my verse does not directly use the word patience, but there's an implication of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I did, um, I chose Proverbs three verses five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. And so I know that, um, um, patience, you know, that within that verse, it's talking about waiting, waiting on God. And we, you know, that whole waiting is so, so hard. And, and so when we are in relationship with God, and we are walking in the spirit, and we see these things as a, you know, a product of, of having God's Holy Spirit active in our lives, then we recognize that trusting in God is being patient. And, um, you know, and that is so important to develop and to grow, um, that we don't rely on Um, What we think is going to happen or what our plan, what we want to happen or what uh, others say should happen, that it is trusting in God alone and not on our own understanding that we're going to develop that patience, um, uh, you know, that he he wants to see uh, in our lives.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that's like even important to like, you know, apply to our lives each and every day to just trust the process and to realize that God's got it. And, you know, we at the end of the day, we can plan all we want down the road, like what we're going to do. But at the end of the day, it's going to be God's call and, you know, everything's mm-hmm. going to happen in his planning. So I think just, you know, patience, it can be, you know, one of those things that is, you know, pretty hard to, you know, keep. check like sometimes we just want things now like even nowadays when it comes to how much like technology has changed and like you know people you know even like whenever if something's buffering on youtube i could even like have moments like you know hurry up you know like please just start playing the video and you know i just started even thinking about those situations that like we need to apply patience even and even the smallest things and you know sometimes i think we're just so used to like you know let's go 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 and uh-huh. you know we get uh we can lose track sometimes and i've definitely been down that hole for sure
1: <laughs> yes and um i don't know i sort of i sort of feel like there's different levels of patience you know there's patience in you know like like you said waiting for something to load or uh, as a mom being patient with my kids when they make the same mistake or they do the same thing wrong over and over and not turning to anger, but being patient with them, you know, so there's, there's different, there's different forms of it. Um, you know, and then like the, like, um, what Proverbs was, was referring to about, you know, being patient and waiting on God. So there's different, there's different levels in there of, or maybe, I don't, maybe levels isn't the right word. Maybe, um, Applications of patience uh, might be a better word uh, to say in there. But um, another verse that I thought about was from Psalms 24, 17, wait on the Lord and be of good care- courage and he'll strengthen your heart. And, um, you know, so we know that um, in, in the waiting, um, no matter what it is, whether it's for something small or for, for waiting for for somebody to come into your lives, you know, that that uh, that waiting on God, that he is always there and that he's going to strengthen you. Uh,
0: through all of that yes amen to that I love proverbs there's so much mm-hmm. good that comes out of that yeah. full of wisdom and knowledge and it's like you some
1: white guy wrote it you know somebody yeah. really smart wrote it right
0: <laughs> I know right yeah I love it I think it's very good and I can apply a lot of it you know I want to apply a lot of that to my life yeah. for sure so i got my uh, verse out of uh exodus actually so i actually found because in my translation it says long suffering so i bet people were whenever I read it, you know, people were probably thinking like, long well, suffering, what is that? So you know, long suffering and patience for viewers, I don't know, it kind of goes hand in hand, basically. So, yeah. you know, so in mine, it actually says long suffering in here. So in Exodus 34, six, which I actually just read like a couple of days ago, is I'm trying to read through like some of the Old Testament. And because I don't know a lot about like the first five oh. books. So I'm currently in Exodus and trying to uh, you know finish that out and then get into like Leviticus and you know numbers and Deuteronomy which I hear those three everyone just says you know, hard. Just, yeah they say it's hard, hard. Just take it with <laughs> a grain of salt you know just know that yeah. there's a new covenant and yeah now yeah. and so you know I definitely will you definitely have to just read it and just realize okay that's how it used to be and You know, at the end of the day, you know, glorifies God, you know, at the end of the day. So with long suffering in Exodus 34, verse six, it says, and the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I chose this one is. I know at the time of when exodus you know was in the storyline of exodus of course there's you know moses you know freeing the um you know the slaves out of egypt you know going to uh you know getting escaping and here comes pharaoh and you know his people coming after them then you know moses splits the sea and you know they get through there and you know the egyptian soldiers you know die you know and you know they get um you know the water comes crashing in, so, you know, I started thinking about all of the stuff that they went through that, like, that God provided for them in ways, even out there in the wilderness, you know, bread from heaven, and, you know, the, you know, they think something to drink, you know, there's always, you know, moments where you can see God's, um, you know, faithfulness, you know, but at the same time, like, in the Bible, in Exodus, I see where, even within like a day, like the following day, or in a couple of days, even after something monumental and huge, like the split of the Red Sea, you know, they still lost their patience. They were already grumbling, (laughs) like, you brought us out here to die. And like, why didn't we just, you know, stay back where we were? And um, I think it's just important that as we're towards the end of Exodus, I think it's just, um, important you know to read this part because just seeing how like god has been with them even when they didn't realize that god was with them in those moments um because they're probably just expecting things to happen right away even like you know nowadays when it comes to things with technology you know you want something to happen like in a split second i don't want nothing to load longer than 10 seconds so you know i was thinking about how that even applies to even in the biblical days when, you know, they were waiting definitely a lot longer than 10 minutes, like with a video, but just, you know, being impatient for, you know, for the promises and for all of these things to fulfill. And, you know, I I just think it's important to realize that, you know, God is always going to be, you know, merciful and gracious and long suffering. Like when it comes to patience, I just think about, you know, like you said with when it comes to parenting, like there may be moments where like your your children made the same mistake over and over again, or even in uh like when it comes to your teaching role, like there may be a student um uh, that may be, you know, giving you a hard time. So like you had to find those moments of, you know, trying to be patient and then at the same time trying to, you know, let them know that like, okay, like, you know, let's let's stop this, let's, you know, let's try to you know, do, you know, change your behavior or something like that. So I just think that, you know, it's important to bring this verse up because I feel like even in this, I can apply this to my life that like, you know, knowing that God is patient with us because we continually sin each and every day. We we fall short and you know at the same time, he's, you know, merciful and loving. So I just love that reminder.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. So. All right. Let's see. What are we on? Kindness, right?
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> All
1: right. Kindness. Okay. So I've got Romans 2, 4. Uh, it says, Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? And um, I guess my thought on that was um, showing kindness. It changes lives. I mean, right there, that verse is saying that kindness leads to repentance and it's, it might be hard for people to think that when you show kindness to people, um, that that one simple thing can have such a profound impact, you know, but you don't know where that person is that, you know, let's say you're showing kindness and you're, um, helping, uh, you know, somebody with a project at their house or something like that. And you're giving some of your time and well, you know, maybe this person has, um, you know, never had somebody to actually come and invest time. with, you know, with them. And, um, I can think of, uh, some specific things where I, where I know that God has showed me and he had me do some physical labor of some things, um, out of kindness to a friend and, um, and just seeing the impact that it had, uh, on their lives. And you just don't think about something as simple as kindness, you know, that, that it can change, it can change lives.
0: Yes, absolutely. I love that because it it is true that like, kindness can really take you far in life when it comes to even a small act of kindness can really impact somebody in a way that you don't even realize that it may impact Mm -hmm. them. Like even kindness can, like I said, kindness leads to repentance. Like it can, even like when people see the love of Jesus in your heart and you give that act of kindness, um, that could lead to somebody's salvation. Like I've even thought about an example. Well, not my example, but in a past episode, I had a guest, on here that spoke about how like she goes to a church where like there's a lake out there by her church and i think it's like technically the church's property but she said that like if there was a i don't think it was a real situation but she thought about a hypothetical situation if somebody was out there like fishing out there in the lake um she said you can like choose one or two things you can go out there and like tell them hey like you know get off our property like this is you know our property you're not supposed to be here or you can choose to, like, go up there, like, hey, like, did you did you catch anything today? Like, you know, how are you doing? And and you can kind of build that relationship and kind of start with a surface level act of kindness. And then you never know, you can build a friendship with mm-hmm. that person. And that person may be thinking, hey, I may want to, you know, come to church here. Like, maybe I can, you know, go fishing, mm-hmm. you know, before church and then, like, come in or, or even after church. You know, so I just think that. There's moments where even that small act of kindness of just you know taking the time out of your day to even ask somebody how they're doing, I think that can um really bring you far if somebody really is going through a hard time and you can be that encouragement to somebody. I think, yeah, like, I just think it can really bring people to salvation, even just starting with a mm. hello,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yes, I love that very much. And um, my verse is actually out of Ephesians 4.32. So mm-hmm. it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. So mm-hmm. uh, it basically is kind of like all of the stuff that I said already, like where <laughs> there's moments where you can be, you know, you can choose to be kind and compassionate towards somebody, even if they're kind of hard to like they're trying to be hard to get along with you just have to still find those moments to to not give in to you know blow like you know going off on them or something like that you still got to find those moments of just you know even if you have to say something out loud like you know I'll be praying for you or something like that and
1: I I think I wonder if there if what you're saying right there is a difference in a kind the kindness that is the fruit of the spirit and the versus kindness that just comes from a person, you know, the kindness from God or the fruit of the spirit is going to not give up if you have a sour response from somebody, you know, whereas if you're just being kind out of your own self or your own desire and you're trying to be kind to somebody, but if it's not received, you know, it's like, well, they just didn't appreciate me, you know, sort of thing. And so I think that's a a pretty neat point to think about, you know, that, uh, the fruit of the spirit you know kindness it's going to um it's not it's not going to have offense you know if it's not received
0: mm-hmm. that is very true uh, that's a very good point to bring up so it does go to show that like um you know that there are different aspects of kindness even in that regard so yeah that's a really good point for sure mm-hmm.
1: okay. very cool all right you want to go first on goodness Sure,
0: I can do that. So mine is actually out of Luke 6:35. It says, "But love your enemies, do good to them and lend okay. to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the most high because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked." So, mm. I think that this is a very good verse like especially just there at the beginning even though we already spoke about love but like the importance of like loving your enemies and to you know continue to do good to them even if they you know it's almost kind of going back to kindness so like it kind of relates Mm -hmm. in that way (laughs) (laughs) and like it just shows the similarities even in that aspect that like you know to continue to do good to your enemies even if it's hard to do good to your enemies like i mean not not really giving in. Like I know some people may think that like when it comes to you know you being good to somebody, even if they kind of have a ugly attitude towards you, that it's almost like people may automatically think that you're just gonna be like a doormat and people can just kind of walk over you. But I don't think, you know, definitely don't mean that in this case. I just think it means that there are so many ways to to still show goodness towards somebody, even if it's you know trouble. It could be Uh, very hard. And I definitely could say that there are times where goodness can be um, a challenge for sure.
1: Mm. I think my verse is going to make the same point about where you said that uh, it comes with the love. (laughs) (laughs) And so I um, I picked Psalm 100 verse 5. For the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. That, my note, my thought on it was that the goodness it comes with long-lasting love. That that's how you know when it's going to be a fruit of the spirit. Is that, um, you know, it's it's a reflection of who God is, and it's going to come with with the love that He would want us to share with others.
0: Yes, absolutely. So yeah, just goes to show at the end of the day how Mm -hmm. important each attribute you know, correlates with one another to become Mm -hmm. the fruit of the spirit. So I think that's very neat to see the, you know, the connections between all of them.
1: It is. It's pretty cool. So, all right, let's see. We're moving along. What are we on? Faithfulness. So this, um, um, this is another one where it doesn't necessarily outright use the word faithfulness, but um, this is one of my, one of my absolute favorite verses. Um, I picked second Chronicles chapter 16, verse nine for the eyes of the Lord run throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And so, you know, I don't know how many times I've gone to that verse and just really encourage myself in the Lord in that, you know, God, I am faithful to you. I am committed to you. You know, the verse talks about that he's going to strengthen those who are fully committed to him, who are faithful to him. That's a, you know, I feel like that's a good place to use that word and, and, Not only is he going to do it, but his eyes are looking throughout the earth, looking to see who can he find that is faithful, that he can strengthen, you know, and he's, it's, he's actively doing this. It's not just waiting, waiting, know, God is waiting. Oh, okay. I see. I I finally see you over there. So no, it's like, he's, he's searching and he's like, oh, okay, I'm searching. I'm going to look for those who are faithful and I want to move on their behalf.
0: Yes, I love that. I think that's very important to bring up. And I I actually kind of got somewhat of a situation that personally happened to me in life, like kind of going back to like, the, you know, being lonely, that there are moments where you, know, you kind of, you know, don't don't really cry myself to sleep, but you almost kind of have just this cool. sad feeling when you're just laying there in bed, and, or there may be even another thing, like, where maybe something may, you know, like a temptation you may be struggling with, or something like that, and, you know, I start, you know, just trying to you know, pray to God for comfort, knowing that like, he's going to comfort me in this moment. I'm going Mm to, you know, just have to rely on him because everything that I'm doing is not working. So, and there have been moments where like, um, like I'll ask for comfort and I almost feel it like immediately, like I can Mm -hmm. just feel like the comfort of the Lord. So Mm -hmm. I just think like that faithfulness is like super important you know, when it comes to our walk and life, you know, with the Lord is to just have that faith and knowing that, you know, even in those hard moments when you don't think that there's a way out, that there is a way out. As he'll God will, you know, open up, you know, a, a door that you don't even realize, you know, that's there in the first place. Yeah, that's exactly
1: right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good
0: point. So yeah, mine is actually out of uh, out of a book that I've never read, which I just talked about a couple minutes ago. Is out of Lamentations uh, oh. three twenty. Oh, actually, no, that was Leviticus. My bad. So Lame, <laughs> Lamentations, I actually did read. I forgot that's farther down. I saw L, and I was automatically thinking it was Leviticus, but it's Lamentations is out of where this faithfulness is out of. So oh. Lamentations three twenty two through twenty three. It says, because of the Lord's great love. We are not consumed for his compassions never fell. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So when I read this verse, I started even thinking about that song, like greatest Thy faithfulness. And even on my way home from like lunch uh, here after church earlier today, I started thinking about like that. That song like kept popping in my head just because like the chorus of that song, it just correlates with this verse. You know, when it talks about they're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And, you know, I just, I just love even how that is somewhat like kind of going off on a tangent, but like, I just love it. There's even like music out there that goes back to scripture, like where like you're basically singing scripture and you're singing the word of God. And I just love that. I,
1: I remember a lot of my scriptures through songs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, like, absolutely. Me too. <laughs> I, I love it. But yeah, you know, that there's there's songs that like, you know, sometimes you don't even realize like it came right out of scripture. Like sometimes I'll be like, you know, I'm in the choir. So like, we'll sing songs like in choir rehearsal, and then I'll start reading in the Bible. It's like, wait, didn't I just sing this? Like <laughs> last month? It's like, I didn't realize that this was like a Bible verse. And, you know, sometimes I'll hear like the choir, you know, conductor, I'll hear her say something like, you know, we're singing scripture. And, you know, sometimes I just think that she's just saying it almost like like this is like, you know, powerful, like things, song lyrics that we're singing. But then I didn't realize we are literally reading a yes. scripture right. and I love it.
1: Yes, I do too. I do too. That's good. All right. Let's see. So, okay. Gentiless, I have Proverbs 15, one, um, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. And, um, I think I live that every day with my. Um, when I'm teaching or with my husband and with my kids that the way that I respond, if it's in gentleness or if it's harsh, you know, is going to produce well, maybe, or affect um, a response, you know, the way that I'm responded to. And, you know, so when we, in whatever situation and so um, you know, when, when we respond or when we come forth and we're in a gentle manner um, you know, even the harshest of topic to talk about um, will is much more likely to be received than when you come in a condemning or in a judgmental um, or in a harsh attitude. And so, um, you know, remembering that, that gentleness um, while it's, you know, kind of low on the list Uh, as far as this fruit of the spirit, but um, it is just as important as the others, um, you know, because how are we going to have impact on people around us as believers? How are we going to impact them if we come at them harshly or, um, you know, with, um, you know, just where we are in our day and time, that that is not the approach that is going to reach people, you know, that God, he's going to Uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, stirs their hearts, you know, and we just in the gentleness and in our approach. And I think about how um, um, something that my dad had taught me years ago was that when God gives you a word, like when the Holy Spirit speaks something to you and you feel like you need to share with somebody that God is responsible for the word that is shared, you know, like if he, you know. Uh, says you need to say this to this person. Well, he's responsible for what what is said. However, we are responsible for the manner that we present it. And if we come at it in um, with a gentle manner, or with a you know a respectful, or a uh, you know the word I'm searching for some words there. But um, anyway, when we come at it in the right manner, then it has much more impact. You know, God's word can impact this person's life. You know, through the manner that we use.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think you said some very powerful statements there because I know too often, like when it comes to some of these. Uh, like topics that come up nowadays like there's these debates over different situations Mm -hmm. like you know some people may debate over you know vaccine or no vaccine and you know people want to stand their ground on certain situations like that and um or even like when it comes to christianity like there's you know yes there's a god no there's not a god and you know here's why i don't think there's a god and you know you start you know you start wanting to react like you almost want to you know, speak before you think kind of thing. And, you know, sometimes our emotions get involved in those situations where it can become a very, like, um, hostile situation or it could become, like, um, to where things could end up being physical or a lot of verbal attacking and you know that's not what we're called to do when it comes to no. being a christ follower so i think it's important to point out that like you said that gentleness is just as significant even though it's down there towards the bottom of fruit of the spirit is just as important and it's just as significant as the other ones and mm-hmm. my my verse basically is you know kind of leads to the same points um well, it says um in second Timothy two, twenty-four through twenty-five, it says, and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. And you know, kind of, you know, kind of restating basically some of what you mentioned and you know, kind of what I even brought up here a minute ago, is that you know, the the way you answer somebody, it really can, you know it can affect their reaction to like, you know, how you're coming off. Like if your tone comes off wrong, then like maybe they're going to have a bad tone because you mm-hmm. have a bad tone and it's like a bad negative chain reaction. I've seen that way too many times, like to where, you know, maybe I I may have gone through this where I may have, you know, been bothered about a situation with maybe a friend and then I'll bring it up to them. And, but it's like, like the words that I'm saying is valid and is like, you know, good you know maybe I feel like it's a good statement but it's like my delivery of what I'm trying to say may come off that it's like okay like whoa like I didn't realize you had all this bottled up in you and you know you're like right. sound like you're this angry about it so I think a gentleness can really um you know very bring, bring a big impact on like how we can have these normal i'm not normal i have these conversations to where um you can you'll just dis- you may disagree but at the same time have a normal civil kind of conversation to where you can both like bring your points out because i know nowadays people do uh whether it's in person or even on social media i'm always constantly seeing debates about some topic of some kind so just um and even on social media i know this is going a little bit off of a tangent again but when it comes to like, text messaging or social media, it can be hard to read someone's tone, um, like, when they write yeah. in there, you may, like, write the most love in the most loving way, you thought it came off loving, but if someone else can read it and think, like, whoa, like that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm almost offended by what they said, because it almost sounds, like, the way I'm reading it, it almost just sounds like they're, you know, aggressive about, you know, this topic, instead of, like, maybe you're just so passionate that, like, you really just want to, be like you want to pour out your love in the most passionate way but it can come off differently when it's on social media so um I think those those could get us in trouble sometimes
1: yeah I am I have years of experience over um communicating with parents and things like that of students and um going down your rabbit trail here for just a second too but you know the tone um it's you just can't you can't express tone through any email or you know or text. Um, you know, and you pointed that like social media as well. But it's just we have lost the um um you know we've lost something when we don't you don't speak face to face. You know, um y- you lose something there. And so the the technology that you know we are at with social media and, and all that's fantastic. But I think people forget that we're still people to people, you know, person to person. And we've lost some interpersonal, um, you know, relationship skills in that. And so, you know, kind of bringing this back to gentleness that that's one of those things that you just can't, you can't pick up on when you're reading a message or you're reading an email or or things like that. And so it's, um, you know, it just shows the, the, the importance of getting out there and being with people. I mean, that's what Jesus did. He got out there and he was with the people, you know, he didn't just like, yes, he taught and, he taught to crowds, but what did he do? He went to people's houses, you know, he went and had dinner with them, you know, and, uh, he went and, um, walking down the street with people, you know, and, and you just, we have to remember that, um, that it's not just what we can say in writing, but how, you know, what is your approach in what, in the way that you talk and in the way that you act, you know, are you coming at it with gentleness or not? So.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very good point that like, can you know, we come to, You know, nowadays where people almost feel more comfortable with a text and a call and, Uh you know, people feel like there's, I mean, there's even moments where I'm even like that, where it's like, oh, like I see someone calling me. I'm just going to wait till the day, Mm -hmm. you know, like until it hangs up or, you know, it goes to voicemail and then I can, you know, hey, you need something. So I've even fallen in those moments where, I mean, I'm not
1: suggesting that all text or, you know, all of that is, is not needed. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. I certainly do my share of those but there's definitely a time and a place when you need to be speaking with somebody, you know, um, whether, whether it's over the phone, at least, you know, if not over something like this or, you know, a meeting in person, you know, there's a time and a place for it. That's for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it just goes to show that like, you know, if we see Jesus going out there Mm -hmm. into other people's houses and, you know, really physically being there and, you know, it's just so different when you're like face to face to somebody brings a whole different mm-hmm. uh like it can you can read face you know it's like i feel like even when it comes to facial expressions and like your tone like you know, there's even like you can even show gentleness even through your facial expressions like i feel mm-hmm. like you know just that could even make a difference too so yeah i think that was yeah. a very good point to bring up yeah
1: mm. okay. all right so oh, what are we on self-control huh number nine here we go so all right i picked second peter chapter one verses five through eight so it says for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I know that self-control was in kind of a long list there, but it's, um, you know, it's a part of growing in knowledge, um, you know, in our relationship with God. And um, so it says that we should make effort to have our self-control, you know, and and self-control is such a big, you could think about it in so many different applications, you know, self-control of the words that you say, self-control of the things that you do. Or um, your actions or, you know, what the TV shows that I watch or um, the language that I use or, you know, uh, self-control. And I'm not going to make that social media post because I know it's not going to come across right. You know, there's so many different places that you can think about needing to grow in self-control. And um, but if we allow ourselves to do that, then, you know, the, the verse right here is talking about that we will we will not be ineffective and unproductive in knowledge of Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I love that you brought up this verse because it just co- you know kind of goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago about how like all of these you know correlate with one another, and it just shows that like you know if you're applying these things to your life, that is going to you know it's going to help build on like your, your walk with the Lord. And like with self-control, like there are very various forms of like ways that we can have self-control. Like you said, with what, what we do with our eyes, when it comes to the stuff that we watch or what, you know, with our ears, with what we listen to when it comes to music and you know, and even our mouths with like, you know, what kind of language do we use? And uh-huh. I, I just think that that's really important to bring up. And I think that self-control, like I love that, even though it's the very last one, but I, I feel like this is like, you know, one of the most, you know, of course, all of them are important, but I feel like this <laughs> one is like very important because yeah. it's like, you know, you know, it applies to basically, you know, most of your senses when it comes to, you know, what you hear and say and, you know, what you, you know, all of these, you know, senses when it comes to that. So I just think that's really important. And like I um, feel like it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. You can go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, it almost feels like it's like the final seal on, you know, on this letter of, you know, okay, we're going to end with self-control on purpose with power, you know, because of the importance of it. It's something little, but how powerful it is, because it ties back to everything else, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i love that it's almost yeah like here's the final like the, the mm-hmm. grand finale the season finale and then to complete the whole series so yeah. i love
1: that
0: <laughs> so my verse that i chose is uh proverbs 25 28 it says like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control mm-hmm. and i just think about you know when it comes to you know when i think of a city i guess i'm kind of like putting it into my life, like, as a, you know, a, a human being, like, I think about, you know, someone that, you know, maybe, you know, that doesn't, if I don't have self-control, then I feel like my life may be in chaotic, you know, situations, like, I feel like there may be different things, like, if if I speak a way that, that doesn't have self-control, or if I, if I listen to things that maybe I shouldn't be listening to, that don't glorify God, or anything that I watch, I feel like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm, going to be i guess like spiritually broken in a way and like i guess like i think that's just the importance of you know really taking self-control into consideration because you want to um like you want to each and every day find ways to grow on your relationship with the lord
1: that's right yeah that's that's fantastic yeah very good point
0: (laughs) yeah so um i do have a couple more questions so my next question here is um like, I know that we live in a world where there are some like, you know, dark moments where there may be like no peace, like when it comes to like wars between countries, or, or even like, you know, divisions within families and situations like that, you know, where there's no love, and then where there's no joy, like there's, you know, depression, and there's, you know, mental health issues, you know, that happen in life. And, you know, we see all of these things kind of skyrocketing you know at a you know incline unfortunately so you know how I guess my question is like um how do you manage to keep the fruit of the spirit growing in your life even though the fruit of the spirit within this world is um almost like in a way becoming like unheard of
1: well I got my thought um so my thought on that would be is you know you might you might see other people, you know, people. Sorry, I'm struggling for just a second. But um, so we, you know, depending on what you're looking at. I mean, if you're looking at people in um, in sin, you know, people who, um, you know, and they're they're struggling with these hard things. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be producing the fruit of the spirit. But yet, you can look at, um, you know, the people who are following God and people who are seeking after Him, and it's still very much alive. Uh, you know, so it's a matter of like, what are you focus? What are we focusing on? Are we focusing on the darkness, or are we going to focus on the life? You know, in God, and are we not placed here on this earth to share our light? You know, so here we have these things that we're calling fruit, and that you know, well, let's let's share this. Let me let me give you this fruit so that I can you know help you. And so, if everybody was walking in all of this then you know w- it wouldn't jesus have already come back you know <laughs> i mean because why are we here if everybody um you know was still walking in all of this but i mean so i guess i feel like maybe the question was sort of coming from like a secular point in that um you know yes we see darkness and we see sadness and we see all of these things where they're lacking um in joy and in peace. And, but yet that's, that's why we're here. That's, you know, I don't know how many students have come across my life that I could, you know, that I can give them something from me, from, from God, you know, that I can share a part of that with them. Um, you know, even if it's just encouraging words or, uh, you know, a hug if appropriate, or, you know, that I can share that with them um, because they didn't have it.
0: Yeah, I, that that's a very good answer. I love the way that like you you answered the question because I think that it's very important to point out that like yeah we we were all born into a world that you know sinful is full of sin and there are going to be those dark moments and like it does say in Matthew that, like, we are the light of the world, you know, sitting on a hill, and we're supposed to shine our light, and, you know, to bring the light to those people by sharing the gospel, so I think that's a really good answer, you know, just really, and preparing for being the light when it comes to, you know, reading the word, and, like, knowing what the word means, and, like, fully understanding it, because there may be moments where somebody may ask me something about, you know, the Bible, and I, you know, I don't have the answers to it, but, like, that's, like, maybe that's like the question that like holds them back, you know, from like really wanting to either believe or like really pursue, a, you know, a relationship with Jesus. So, you know, I think just like getting into the word is very important during these times and, you know, being obedient to the word and just really, you know, finding ways to, you know, apply it in my life. with if you know, the people that I speak to and surround myself with. So I think yeah, it's important to really find those moments where, you know there may be a dark moments in this world but like you gotta you know just be that light you know like you yeah. said in those the perfect moments whether it's you know just saying you know just having a conversation with somebody or you know giving it a hug like when it's you know appropriate i think those are like really good moments to you know be that light you know to somebody in a dark moment of time
1: yeah i mean otherwise what why are we here
0: you know, <laughs> you know yeah. why hasn't
1: jesus come back already you know um but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, and the more, the more people I encounter, the more I realize that everybody needs God, you know, everybody needs some of these. And he, he uses us, you know, in, in these moments, you know, and, um, and so it's part of, uh, what we are called to do as followers of Jesus is to share the things that he has taught us, share the things that we have that can, you know turn hearts or soften hearts or, you know, or, or bring healing to, uh, to hearts, you know, where, whatever the situation may be.
0: Hmm. Yes. Amen to that. I love that. You know, there's, you know, definitely opportunities that we can seek out and pray on and, you know, hope that, you know, the Lord leads us and you know, he will lead us in directions where, you know, we may not be comfortable with, you know, we may be like, Oh no, like, do I thought I had to go talk to this person, but it's like that sure. person may need, you to bring them to salvation so there you know there are moments where even we may not be comfortable with and we don't feel like it's set in our plan and our timeline but there's always a reason for you know and there's a there's a season and a reason why we meet people and I think you know we just have to remember that and remember that everything that we do and that we do is not to bring glory to ourselves like look I changed this person's life this person's life it's like no actually like God used you Mm -hmm. to like as a vessel to like be the change in that person's life. And at the end of the day, all of the glory goes back to God. That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) so uh, it kind of leads into my last question because i know you even as you were answering you brought up how like we all need these like fruits of the spirit Mm -hmm. to you know happen in our lives and i know you know we're all going to be honest there are some fruit of the spirit that like you know we are all lacking in and there there's some probably all of these we're all lacking in you know at the end of the day but like if there was like one fruit specifically that you could think of like as of right now that you feel like you really want to like improve on in your life what would that be
1: so i have an immediate answer i know this answer right away <laughs> it would be my patience. <laughs> and so um i have so many different places where i recognize that my patience is tested and um you know so i think we were mentioning earlier about kind of having different applications for your patients and so i was thinking about um some of the different applications for my patients which I need to grow and my personality and my nature um I'm very um I like to get things done I like to be efficient um you know I've got a a strong personality in that sense so there's that versus when I need to wait on a situation you know when um it's not going according to my plan and I have to wait because of it you know and so just in a very day to day task oriented. I struggle with being patient um when I feel like I'm wasting time. Um you know like my kids are being like slow pokes. And I'm like hurry, 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 let's get out the door. You know. Um, and then that leads me to another level, like with my kids. Um, they test my patience daily and I fail often <laughs> where um you know they um just when they don't understand something, you know, and I feel like I've explained, you know, like, this is what we don't do this. You don't, you know, you got to remember when mommy tells you to do something, you know, and, um, I fail there a lot and, um, but I'm thankful for God's forgiveness and for his grace in my failure. Um, and then I guess in a bigger sense, um, my patience of waiting on God I've been through, um, you know, I can think of some different things in my lifetime, um, where waiting on God um you know that's that's even harder um you know because you know we 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 can recognize that god's plan is higher than our plan and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts like jeremiah says but when you're actually living in that moment and you don't understand what the plan is you know like i can remember feeling um when i was still waiting on somebody to come into my life i remember feeling god you know i know that you've promised me and i you know that i have this desire but I, this wait, I, this waiting is is hard. I, I don't I don't know what to do, you know. And and I just remember, you know, different things coming across my path that was just telling me, um, just do what you know to do. Just go about and you do the things that you know that you're supposed to do. And in that process, you know, we wait. And um, so a, a, another lesson that my dad had, um, he was a minister. Um, and he, uh, another lesson that he was. Talked about was what kind of waiting do you do? Do you? There's two types of waiting. One, you're going to sit on the floor and you're going to sit cross legged and you're like, okay, God, I'm waiting. And you're just sitting there. Or think about a waiter in a restaurant that while you're waiting, you're out there and you're serving and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're touching people's lives and you're interacting. You know, that I want to be that kind of waiter. You know, I want to wait like that where, um, when I don't know what's going on or God has me in a process and that process is not going according to my plan that I don't want to just be sitting there doing nothing and accomplishing nothing for God, but I want to be actively, um, you know, reaching out and going and doing what I need to do and serving him.
0: Oh my gosh. I just got goosebumps (laughs) when you said that. I've never, I've never heard it that way where there's like two different types of waiting where you could either, either just be sitting there, just cross your legs. and like, all right, God, you know, Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're still got that impatience feeling, like, where you're just like, yes. all right, I'm waiting. Or you can during that time of waiting, you can find ways to serve, you know, other people out mm-hmm. there, and and use the the other fruit of the spirits, you know, in yes. your in your life to uh, you know apply that to your life and to really improve on those you know areas. So I think that yeah, you know, patience is definitely you know very high up there when it comes for even my life as well. When it comes to mm-hmm. um something that I struggle with for sure too, yeah. and but I feel like you know I know we've talked about like how all of them like connect in a way I Mm -hmm. think for me I think I still have one that like even to this day I really struggle with and sometimes it can be like faithfulness I think that's like my top one that I feel like it can sometimes be hard like it's like you you read it like you read Jeremiah you know it says you know he has a plan for you and like you know that you know you just got to you know, be patient for those moments for when it happens. But sometimes like, you know, I, I've had moments of doubts, you know, where I sometimes wonder, do you really like have, you know, something going on for me? Like, am I really going to have a future wife? Am I really going to be a dad one day? Am I am I really gonna get to, you know, like travel the world? You know, like there's some different things that like you know, in my, my heart and like that I have desires and, you know, things that I want to accomplish in life. But sometimes I have had doubts where I wonder like, you know, are you really going to provide, you know, to where, to where, like, I know at the end of the day that you are God and you are sovereign through it all, but like, do like, are you going to do it for me? Like, you know, it's almost like, as sometimes I have those moments and even to this day, like, um, you know, there's a situation where, um, I've even had some, like, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, the right word, like, kind of, like, a, a a halt, like, when it comes to, like, my faith and knowing that, like, God's going to provide, like, this very thing for me in my life, and, you know, I, I even struggle with it to this day, so faithfulness for me is, like, maybe my number one, like, hardest thing, but patience is up there as well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, um, we we have, we have such a faithful God that, um, in our moments when we are weak, what, you know, where we feel like we are lacking. I'm so thankful that he is, um, he is faithful and he is patient with us. Um, you know, that when, when we are not that we can still look to him, um, during our weaknesses and, you know, and and we know that he lifts us up. Um, even though, you know, I mean, good grief. If we, if we were perfect and complete, you know, then we wouldn't need him. You know, it's, I was, remember I was talking to my daughter, um, uh, we were getting ready to, for, there was a storm coming through and, um, you know, just some bad weather and things like that. And, uh, and I was talking to her about her. I said, you know, Emma, if we didn't, if we didn't have storms, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't need to trust God. And I was talking to her about, you know, storms in a, in a figurative sense as well. You know, if we didn't go through tough times, if we didn't feel like we were lacking, we wouldn't need to trust God, you know? And so, in these times when we realize, you know, God, I am lacking in patience or, you know, or I'm lacking in, in you know, fully accepting and understanding your faithfulness and, um, you know, that it's in those moments that that we can trust in him and it brings us closer to him as a result, you know?
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that's a really good way to end this topic, you know, just realizing that, you know, that there will be those hard moments where, you know, we start, you know, sometimes you do question things, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, we just have to continue to remind ourselves and you know that God is going to be there with us and you know, He loves us and He's going to be patient with us through the process. And, you know, we just gotta to continue to um remind ourselves of who we are, you know, in the name of Jesus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I think that's going to end this topic I definitely want to thank you for being here I think this was a very good conversation I love like getting to talk about the fruit of the spirit and there are like some really good um like things and like examples and even like the two like types of waiting that I even learned out of this situation so Mm -hmm. thank you for being here
1: oh I'm so glad and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it and uh I've enjoyed the conversation as well. So it's, um, it was good for me to kind of dig in a little bit and to, um, to, you know, to look at some things that we just sort of, um, I don't know, I guess sometimes it's easy. You read the verse about the fruit of the spirit and it's just easy. Oh, okay. You know, I'm supposed to, to work on those or, or to have, to see those, but to kind of dig and, and to go in a little bit more and to really, to, to be able to kind of converse with somebody about the heart of God about it. It's, it's been, it's been really good and I've enjoyed it very much, Joel. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, you're welcome. I definitely really enjoyed this. And I hope that everybody, you know, got something out of this when it comes to, you know, really taking this all in and realizing that like, yeah, like sometimes I even do that where I like read through the Bible and I just kind of okay like i know these are things that we need to be working on but like really taking it one by one and really saying like how significant are these to our lives Mm. i think is super important for sure absolutely (laughs) so viewers i thank you for watching whether you're watching on youtube or on my instagram page at not your average joel or if you are listening to this on any of the podcast streaming platforms i appreciate your support there as well so anyways, everybody, I hope that y'all have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're watching or listening to this. And I will talk to y'all on the next episode of Not Your Argus Joel. Talk to y'all later. Thank you, everybody, that took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Joel. My podcast is available not only on YouTube, but also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I also have an Instagram page where you can see outstanding moments behind the scenes and even a funny moment or two from each episode at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. If you want to get in contact with me, then my Instagram page is probably the best way to do so through direct messaging. I appreciate any kind of support that you have given to this channel, whether you are a guest or a listener to this podcast. Once again, I thank y'all so much, and I look forward to sharing more of my life with y'all on the next episode of Not Your Irish Joel. Goodbye!